0: There's been a surge in popularity recently of contralateral prophylactic mastectomy for breast cancer and also it's now been revealed for ductal carcinoma in situ. A group from the University of Minnesota had already documented the increase among women with invasive breast cancer and now they've published in the Journal of Clinical Oncology on DCIS. They've analyzed records from the SEER database, and I telephoned lead author Todd Tuttle in Minneapolis to find out more, beginning with his group's previous findings in breast cancer.
1: A couple of years ago, we found that the rates of prophylactic mastectomy increased markedly from 1998 to 2003. In 1998 was the first year that the SEER database began collecting information on prophylactic mastectomies. So over that six-year period of time, the rate of prophylactic mastectomy increased by 150%, which what? is a pretty dramatic change in a relatively short period of time. It's dramatic
0: indeed. What do you think were the reasons for that in, in breast cancer? We,
1: we certainly don't know. Um, our findings were that women with certain histologies um, infiltrating lobular breast cancer, and younger women and women of white race were more likely to undergo contralateral prophylactic mastectomy. We're not exactly certain why. I think that there is increased awareness now of genetic breast cancer and genetic testing is being performed more frequently, so that may contribute to our findings. I also think that improvements in mastectomy techniques and reconstruction techniques are partially driving these new trends.
0: Right, let's move on to talking about ductal carcinoma in situ. What exactly did you do in the study that you've now published in the JCO?
1: Formed a similar study. We um, started with 1998 again and looked at through 2005 at the rates of contralateral prophylactic mastectomy. We wanted to see what happened with these rates after the publication of the NSABP study, uh, which demonstrated that tamoxifen was associated with a decreased risk of contralateral breast cancer in women with unilateral DCIS. And what we found was a very similar finding with invasive breast cancer, and that was that the rates of contralateral prophylactic mastectomy increased 150% um, from 1998 to 2005, and they continued to increase even after the landmark publication by the NSABP in 1999. We found very similar types of trends, that that is, younger women, white women, um, were more likely to have a double mastectomy.
0: This is against a back cloth of what sort of risk for um, the contralateral breast if you have DCIS. It, the risk is, in fact, quite low, the absolute risk, isn't it? The absolute risk
1: is really pretty low. It's about 0.5 to 0.6 percent per year. So uh, over a 20-year period of time, that risk may be 10 to 12 percent. In, in contrast to invasive breast cancer, the survival rate for the vast majority of patients with ductal carcinoma in situ is 98 to 99% and so these patients live longer and they do have a higher chance of getting contralateral breast cancer just because of longer follow up but still it's the risk is you know maybe 10 to 12% at about 10 years of follow up
0: In fact, the risk to the life of the patient is, in absolute terms, extremely low. So what do you think is going on to drive these figures of a massive increase in prophylactic mastectomy among patients being treated for ductal carcinoma in situ?
1: I think there's probably a multiple number of factors. Again, Again, I think the influence of Improvements in mastectomy techniques and reconstruction. The information on genetic breast cancer plays a role. But I also think there may just be new attitudes um, by patients uh, regarding mastectomies. Um, it seems to be this is more common in younger women, and maybe women of this younger generation um, are less concerned with undergoing, you know, big operations to. Re- re- to try to reduce their risk of uh, developing breast cancer, we since we've published our our studies, I've received you know over a hundred emails from patients uh, telling me why they chose to un- undergo bilateral mastectomies when they only had disease in one breast, and a lot of them fear cancer, and a lot of them think that if they have uh, bilateral mastectomies, that they're going to eliminate the chance of ever getting cancer again. Unfortunately, that's not necessarily true, particularly with invasive breast cancer.
0: Todd Tuttle from the University of Minnesota. And to reflect on those findings, I phoned Abram Recht at Beth Israel Deaconess Medical Center in Boston, who wrote an editorial in the JCO about this latest analysis. I asked him if this large increase in the popularity of contralateral prophylactic mastectomy is actually justified by what we know about reducing breast cancer risks and saving lives.
2: No, it's a matter that has become, I think, quite controversial. Um, In practice, the astonishing thing which the article by Tuttle and colleagues showed was that at the same time that we've seen an increase in the use of breast conserving therapy, there's also been a striking increase in the rate of contralateral prophylactic mastectomies performed in those individuals who decide to undergo mastectomy.
0: So there's opposite uh, changes. On one hand, you're having less aggressive therapy. On the other hand, more aggressive therapy.
2: Correct. The authors point out that by the nature of the database they were using, they were unable to tell exactly what the reasons were for individuals undergoing such prophylactic surgery. It was clear that the younger individuals of white race and more recently diagnosed were the ones more likely statistically to have such procedures, but we really don't know why individual patients opted for that particular treatment.
0: What about BRCA1 and BRCA2? Do they come into it at all?
2: I I think they do, but exactly where is very difficult to assess. We know that uh, approximately 5% of patients will have BRCA1 or 2 mutations, and there are clearly other individuals who will have strong family histories that undoubtedly carry mutations that have not yet been identified. But it's hard to know that the increasing use of BRCA1 2 testing directly affected this particular development. In other words, my suspicion in the clinic is that individuals who are considered at increased risk of developing new breast cancers with time are being urged, shall we say, to consider prophylactic mastectomy even in the absence of genetic testing and even when they have genetic testing in the absence of having a known BRCA1 or 2 mutation.
0: Now I believe there was some evidence that uh, some patients were doing better when they had contralateral mastectomy but it it turned out to be that it was some of the more favourable uh, patients, perhaps those of higher socioeconomic status, who are actually having it, and that rather complicated things.
2: Yes, and that's the problem. The data actually showing whether there is a long-term survival benefit from doing contralateral prophylactic mastectomy is extremely limited. The, the two longest studies, um, which I reference in my editorial, only have follow-ups on the order of five years. So uh, there's really no data supporting the presupposition that having prophylactic surgery will, in fact, increase patients' long-term outcome. We do know clearly that having contralateral prophylactic mastectomy nearly eliminates the chance patients will get cancer in the opposite breast, but that's a very different endpoint.
0: Uh, and they're not going to die of that cancer in 99 times out of 100?
2: Uh, well, uh, perhaps not quite that optimistic a result. But clearly, unfortunately, some individuals will die of their ipsilateral breast cancer before they would have a chance to develop a contralateral breast cancer. And as you point out rightly, the cure rates for patients who develop new contralateral breast cancers is quite high. It's probably also going to be higher in individuals who are screened with newer technologies like MRI that will probably find cancers at a small hopefully more curable stage.
0: Presumably, you might, though, make out a case for doing it uh, to reduce anxiety, because women, if they are made more at peace with their worries, then that is a benefit.
2: That's absolutely right. And in fact, when I'm discussing this issue with patients, that's precisely how I put it, that at present we do not yet have evidence supporting a difference in the long-term breast cancer-specific survival rate. If there is one, we certainly don't have the ability to estimate whether it's half a percent at 10 to 20 years or larger. Um, But there are clearly individuals whose peace of mind is greater if they have uh, a prophylactic mastectomy because they're less worried that they will ever have to deal with breast cancer again, whether it's cured or not.
0: Abrecht of Harvard talking to me on the telephone from Boston.